We're live. This is Louder Than Music Podcast. I'm Billy Smalls, Billy the Kid. Uh, this is episode 32. I have the talented cat Raquel with me. Uh, she's um, has a publishing deal mm-hmm. with BMG Music Group. Mm-hmm. Correct? Okay. Right. And you're currently working with uh, Maybach Music, correct? So my connection with Maybach is basically has to do with Maybach Music 5, which was the fifth installment of that series that was on Rick Ross's latest project, Rather You Than Me. So I basically wrote the hook on that, and my vocal is also on that project. So that's my connection with them. Okay, cool, cool. Um, also, before we get deeper into the interview, is it are you able to get a louder, get your audio a little louder? How is this? That sounds that a little better. Be- yeah, a little better. That I think I think that should work. Okay. Okay. Excellent. So, if that's your relationship, and also let's talk a little bit about you. You're from the East Coast. You grew up in Massachusetts, correct? Yeah. You are have a gospel background. True. Uh-huh. Okay. And you're trying to pursue pretty much your own uh, career as an artist. Yeah. So, you know, I grew up in Massachusetts, um, grew up in the church. Both my parents were gospel singers. So singing has kind of like just been a part of my life forever. And, um, you know, for a lot of, for, for a few years when I was younger, you know how you join like the, the local group. So we had a little group when I was younger, we were doing our thing. And then, you know, as the years went by, I started to pursue my own thing as an artist. And I was in Atlanta for a little bit. And then I came to the East Coast and, you know, now I'm just really gearing up to move forward as an artist myself. And as you mentioned, I have the publishing deal with BMG, so I'm also a songwriter as well. So initially, I wasn't really interested in songwriting. Um, it's something that came about with the last manager that I was working with. Because, you know, these days he's like, you know, this is another way to get your foot in the door. You know what I mean? So I ended up um, just writing a bunch of songs and building up my catalog. I worked with a lot of dope people and I was offered a publishing deal. So that's how I ended up with BMG. So as I said, right now, the focus is to, of course, you know, continue writing because that's always a positive thing. You know, publishing is a great thing, but I want to get my own project out and really focus on that right now. Okay. Okay. Excellent. Now, so really you just have this kind of not really deep relationship with Maybach music, but you have a new EP out, which I wanted to talk about, which is pretty much all Rick Ross beats or Maybach music beats. And so what, what, what inspired that? And also you have a different writing style on this project as well. So, Mm -hmm. so basically um, once we got the placement, so I work with Buddha the Future and Grand's Music. Um, they're two, a production duo, and they're really, really dope. Um, we ended up getting together because they were looking for somebody to write hooks. And an acquaintance of both of ours hit me up and was like, you know, these guys need hooks. And I had just signed my publishing deal then. So that's kind of how our relationship kind of happened. And um, like they're working with Dave East and uh, Designer, The Locks, they've worked with a Meek, they work with a bunch of different people. So I ended up getting with them. So we've been working together for a while, just building hooks and building the catalog. And I ended up 
they sent they ended up sending me um a bunch of tracks and i record myself so they sent me the tracks and i ended up hearing the maybach music track so i did the hook and sent it to them they sent it to ross and it kind of happened like that so once that happened um you know and then dej loaf got on the song as well and once i heard it i was like wow i just i thought the vibe was really dope you know what i mean so the idea of doing um maybach mood music which is the title of the the sampler that i put out came from just the energy and the vibe that came out of the collaboration on maybach music five so buddha was like it would be kind of dope if we did a project like nothing you know nothing crazy like three four songs so that's how that came about so we i ended up recording myself i did the songs we got it mixed and then it was like well what do we do for the cover so i thought it would be dope if we actually buddha thought it would be dope if we kind of recreated one of his covers and i'm like so since i'm on made up music five let's just recreate the cover for rather you than me so that's how that kind of came about oh that's interesting it, it's so interesting as a listener and knowing some of your previous work you may think that you had a more involved relationship because it's your writing's totally different your lyrics yeah. all of that is more of a more edgy side to yourself you know yeah. Yeah. um so what what's in the future with i mean if, if anyone also shout out your instagram correct me if i'm wrong is at cat Raquel on Instagram? Yep. K-A-T-T-R-O-C-K-E-L-L. Yes. Okay. And I, if you go through her pictures, you'll see there's a lot. She has a lot of pictures posted with Rick Ross, Dave East, a lot of artists you just mentioned. Um, is there anything lined up in the near future? Anything you can reveal to us? Yeah. Um, well, actually, I did some work, some collabing with Dave East recently. I did some vocal work on his Kari Chanel EP that came out and um, most recently I did some hooks for him as well and I also did some vocal work on his next mixtape that's dropping soon so that's going to be coming out and another thing that I'm really excited about because I love the locks so much like they're so classic to me is a couple um, hooks that I've done for them that will be on their new project coming out through Rock Nation so that was a really cool moment because, I mean, to me, they're like, that's like classic hip hop, you know what I mean? And to be in the studio with, with them, it kind of happened the same way, you know, Buddha went to the studio and played them the tracks and they loved the hooks. And then I ended up going to the studio and, um, and collabing with uh, Styles. So I actually have a record with Styles is going to be coming out that he's featured on, and we're going to shoot the video and get that out before the end of the summer. Nice. Um, yeah, I'm really excited about that. But to hear, you know, to hear the locks on one of my hooks was just like crazy. Yeah, I mean, so <laughs> just hearing you, you know? mention some of these names is like, you know, and, and what's so interesting, I did want to ask you this, because you, you have a background in professional writing. Mm -hmm. You've worked with other artists, major artists prior to this whole uh, hookup with uh, Maybach Music. Correct, right? Yes. So that's what I was gonna, I mean, are you still kind of like starstruck, obviously a little bit, working with some of these these artists you just named? I mean, how did it feel to, to meet Rick Ross and some of those those artists? It was really cool, you know, because 
Rick is somebody, when you meet somebody that you, whose music you actually love, you know what I mean? Like, I'm a fan of Rick Ross. You know, I think he's super talented. I love the vibe, you know, everything he brings, the energy. So to actually meet these people, yeah, like, I'm always like, wow. You know what I mean? I'm not, you know, I'm not at that point, And I don't think I ever will be where I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, that's cool. You know, whatever. Because I respect their artistry so much, you know? So to to be able to work with some of these people that I used to, especially the locks, like I used to listen to them and Rick Ross too. You know, you listen to them, you hear them on the radio, you know, you buy, I buy their records and to to be in the studio with them and then to have them collab, like perhaps to have styles on one of my records. I'm definitely like, wow. Like I can't really explain the feeling when I heard, um, the the songs with the locks, you know, and then you hear Jada come on and do his signature. Aha! You know what I'm saying? When you hear that, it's like, wow. So yeah, I mean, it, it's 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 exciting for me. It's really exciting for me. So it's just so I mean, I don't. What do you, what can your fan? I'm sure as a as a longtime fan of yours, any longtime fan of yours is gonna be a little shocked, you know, to hear because. Like I said, you're you're in a more edgy side. I mean, are, is this something? Can you reveal to us with some of the the future work you have coming out? Is this something that's going to continue? Or are you kind of going to eventually go back to the inspirational writing? You know, or well, what, love is always a subject that I've written about, especially um, like heartbreak and pushing forward. I don't know if you're familiar with pushing, but yeah, it's another song, you know, it's inspirational about, you know, just moving forward through the rough times. But one thing with Maybach Mood Music, like if you listen to um, Can't Get Enough, uh, that it's the song is about um, it's telling the story of a guy and a girl who are in situations where they know that they're probably going against everything that they feel, you know, inside. And, you know, the dude's drug dealer, the chick is a stripper. And I'm not glorifying it, you know what I mean? But I'm telling a story, you know, and the conflict that comes with, you know, being in those situations sometimes. So I don't know if it's interesting to hear your opinion on it, because I don't know if I saw it as such a departure from the stuff that I've done before. Um, but I'm definitely, I'm definitely kind of, I kind of feel the the tracks more than anything, you know, and that kind of gives me my direction. Mm. Um, and I don't know if you're, I'm, I'm assuming you're familiar with Beats and Blues. That was a little sampler project that I put out. Okay. That's, that's another one where one of the songs um, is called King of the City. Um, and it's basically about a drug dealer. You know, he's a bad boy sitting on all that work. You know, it's it's talking about what he's doing, but it's really talking about the inner struggle that he's having, mm. you know, with the decisions that he's making. So um, I think at the root of most of my songs, whether it be, you know, love or, you know, just about the struggle and pressing forward and moving on and trying to live your dreams, there's always some kind of, I don't know, an inspirational message in there because I personally think that there is, I wouldn't say, I'd say that we're missing um, 
we're kind of missing that in music right now. Just, I can tell my story about being on the street. Like I can't really tell a story about being in the club and doing, you know, popping pills and this and that, because it's just not true to who I am. Mm. But um, I mean, I know people that do that. I've, I know situations, I know of situations where people that I know have been, have, have done that. And I think that right now we have a lot of artists glorifying that lifestyle. And I get it. Like, I think everybody is free to tell their story, but I do think that the balance is not there anymore. You know what I mean? I think the scales are tipped in the direction of, yeah, I'm, I'm smoking and I'm drinking and I'm popping pills and we in the club and, you know, and that's cool. But I do think that there's, there, there needs to be a balance. So, you know, one thing I always want to do is stay true to who I am as a person and, you know, as an artist as well. And I can't, I really feel the need to connect with what I'm saying, because if not, then I feel like, you know, the listener knows the difference and I, it doesn't touch them as deeply, you know, and it's not like I'm trying to, that's just kind of who I, who I am, you know, what I lean toward. That's interesting. So that kind of sparks the next question. So what, how do you, how do you write? How do you sit down and decide on what to write personally when you're not writing for other artists or how does that usually work out? So what I like to do is, um, <laughs> I don't like to listen to the track first. So I mentioned that I record myself. So say if somebody blue and grands, they send me a track, I'll literally load the track in a session and just press record and start singing as I'm hearing it for the first time, you know, and that's kind of my thing. Like, I don't like to hear a track and sit in the studio and hear it over and over and over and over and over. Cause usually my first, my first thought or my first melody or my first lyric idea, there's usually something in there. And I go with that. Like, I don't like to kind of just go over it over and over. I like it for it to let it come to me. And if I'm feeling the track, then that's usually how it happens. And then I'll go back, you know, I'll record it. And of course, not every word is perfect. Not every melody is perfect, but the basic, you know, foundation is usually there. And those tracks are the best tracks that I do. Interesting. Now, to shift, that's, I mean, that's, you know, uh, you when people, for those who aren't music, musically savvy, when they think about songwriting, think about you sit down with a pen and paper, you hear the mm -hmm. song and then, you know, so it's, it, it, I, we always like to ask artists those questions because everyone has their own way yeah. of producing material. Now, with all of that shifting gears a little bit, now you've, again, you come together with Maybach Music. Um, you just have currently a publishing deal set up. Do you foresee like an actual deal on the table or would you be interested in actually signing with that label? Um, I mean, I would never say never. One thing I do think um, is important as an artist today is to use the resources that are out there that everybody has. And it's not like back in the day when you go to a record label and you just stand there and sing and it's like, oh, okay, we want to sign you. You know, when you go on these labels, it's like, okay, what's your numbers looking like? What's your social media looking like? What's your following looking like? Who are you? Where have you performed? Are you performing? Are you touring? Um, and right now my focus is because I've gotten a lot of, a lot more traction social media wise since 
um, the collab with Rick Ross came out. And right now the focus is to continue to build you know, my catalog and build my brand and do as much as I can on my own. Because the truth is, once you get going and the ball gets rolling and you get a following, people will come to you. You know what I mean? And that way you have more leverage. You know, it's not just about going and getting the 360 deal because that's basically what you're going to get these days, you know? And I, I'm, I'm not the artist that doesn't know who I am, doesn't know my sound, doesn't know what I want to look like. Like, I'm not that person that needs all of that. Like, I, I know what my sound is. I know what works for me vocally. I even know how to record myself. You know what I mean? I don't need to be in some huge studio and spending all this. So right now, I want to focus on continuing to build my own following. And then if a situation comes up about, then cool. I mean, there were some conversations, you know, that were had um, once I did the Rick Ross thing with, with uh, some people from Maybach. And again, I would never... I would never just never say never, but I do want to continue to build up my own following and, you know, and go about it that way. Interesting. That was because actually you, you answered pretty much a question I was probably going to ask eventually is if any tips you have for indie artists trying to come up and make their name. And you kind of touched on some of the most important parts of that, you know, building your mm -hmm. social media. We actually had an episode where we talked about key tips on how to get your name out there, how to. Mm -hmm become a better indie artist, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's important. It's really, really important, you know? And it's literally like you, I could record a song right now and put it on the internet and somebody in Africa can hear it. Like and people around the world can hear it. That's major. It's, it's huge, you know? And I just think that it's really important for anyone, whatever you're trying to brand, whatever it is you're trying to do to just use those resources because they're there. Interesting. Now you mentioned you, you're really more into, you're working a lot with hip hop artists. You, you mentioned that you, you, you do have, you know, you've been a fan of some classic artists, but what, what are you, who are you currently listening to in your iPod? What do you listen to on a daily basis? <laughs> um, you know, what's so funny about that? I'm still listening to like ready to die and <laughs> reasonable doubt. You know what I'm saying? Um, I do listen to, uh, of course, I had to check out 444, of course. Um, but I listen to a lot of classic stuff like Tribe. I love Tribe Called Quest. Um, but you know, there's a couple of new artists that I like. I do like this, uh, this girl, Snow Allegra, I think is really dope. She's from Sweden. Um, I like Ray Stremmerd. I think they're dope. I love the vibe. But I I listen to a lot of like '90s hip hop, mm. a lot of '90s stuff. Yeah, I feel like that's missing. A lot of kids now, younger generation hip hop fans are listening to, or adapting a style from the '90s, and they really to me it seems like they don't have a knowledge of where that comes from or the history behind a yeah. lot of trends yeah. and all of that. Um, what's your and actually you did touch on that earlier. You said you know there needs to be balance in music. Um, so you're not totally against the new stuff out, but this whole controversy about mumble rap and all of that, you know, what are some of your, your thoughts on, on that? I mean, I don't think that you can't, everything changes, you know what I mean? And music, 
there's always a changing of the guard if, if that's what you want to call it but music changes that's what it's supposed to do if it didn't change i mean it wouldn't be the same you know it wouldn't be music and i think that we have to be open to that we have to be open to the changes is mumble rap for me probably not no it's not it's not necessarily my thing but i mean i understand you know that it does appeal to a lot of people and that's cool i don't have any problem with that but again i do think that the balance is the balance is a little off right now and i think um i do and and when i say the balance is off it's more so like what the radio is playing you mm-hmm. know what i mean mm-hmm. because the music is out there there's so many different kind of artists out there you know um from your Frank Oceans to your Lil Yachty's. I mean, they're completely different artists, but good music is out there. But when it comes to the mainstream, it's like the balance is definitely off. But I mean, I'm not, I don't have any problems with somebody doing mumble rap. I know it's not for me, but it it is for somebody. And what I do may not be for somebody, you know, it's not for everybody. So I don't have any problems with it, but we do need to, we do need to uh, mainstream anyway. It's, it's like it would be nice if, if we could hear, if, if we could not hear the same 10 songs over and over and over right. all day. So what do you, what do you think? We, we were just talking about the, the new Jay-Z album, 444. What, what, are, what are your thoughts on that? Did you, how would you rate it on a scale of one to 10 and 10 being probably one of the best albums you heard this year? <laughs> uh, <laughs> um. Okay, so I was funny because I was having this debate yesterday with somebody. And um, I think message-wise, I think it's totally on point. You know, I don't think... What I was saying was, when I had the discussion, I'm not sure what his mindset was, meaning I don't think he intended for people to be in the club, you know what I'm saying, and partying to this album. I think it was more about listen to what I'm saying and take that because, you know, I think it's, as far as his message goes, I mean, it's a 10. His message is on point. I get it. I think it's dope. I think it's necessary. I think it's needed. Um, it's very chill. You know what I mean? It's very mm-hmm. chill. So I think it's dope on that regard. Now, if I compared that to Rather You Than Me, not because I'm on one of the songs, that has nothing to do with it, but I thought Rather You Than Me was a really, 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 really dope body of work. You know, just the vibe and the energy, like, and there were messages in that too, but it still made me like, I don't know, it just made me hype. I, I enjoyed the the track selection was superb on that record, I mm-hmm. thought. And and also, you know, with I think a lot of people are also will I would say older fans, been Jay Z fans for a while, are kind of taken aback because he's now taking a conscious approach. Like he's had conscious songs here and there, but not a whole kind of uh, album dedicated right. to those topics. Um, I was just talking to someone the other day, a younger person, and like, oh, that Jay Z album is is amazing. I'm like, have you listened to Nas before? Have you right. heard you know, <laughs> Common, you know any of these artists? right you know right. And it's just, but it is it's it's on time you know people are listening to it um 
I mean, I personally, because I know of some of the older artists, would give it probably a seven, you know, um, just because, I mean, I'm glad he's showing a more mature side, but mm -hmm. I mean, I've heard people speak on those topics a lot better, you know, because mm -hmm, that's mm -hmm. what they've been doing. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, so in the future, just to shift gears, we, to avoid the controversy, I guess, <laughs> get uh. deep into that. <laughs> <laughs> Are there any artists that you would want to collaborate with in the future? Anyone you kind of, you know, work towards hoping to work with one day? I love Frank Ocean. I think he's like super dope. Um, I love him on the production end. Um, I love Q-Tip. I think he's dope. And I think that has just has to do with my, I, I, I love what he did with Tribe, you know, and I would be interested to see what he would do today you know because i did what did you think did you listen to the last uh tribe record i did i didn't i mean i i liked it mm -hmm. but it seemed like a lot of i listened to it a while ago when i listened to it it sounded like a lot of old guys just kind of sticking oh, a little too <laughs> preachy a little too conscious <laughs> oh damn uh, just a little <laughs> But I'll tell you what, I was speaking of Q-Tip, I really did enjoy, um, what was this album came out in 2008? The Renaissance, is that mm -hmm. the name? I think it was I, The Renaissance. Yes, I listen to that still to this day, like all the time. Yeah. Um, so if I would want to, that's the Q-Tip that I would like to see, you yeah. know, come with another LP, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, let me see, Frank Ocean, Tip, for sure. Um... Man, I would love to do something with Sade too. I get a lot of Sade comparisons, which is mm. interesting, but um, I think she would be dope. But those are really good compliments. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm like, oh, well, thank you. But I get, I get that a lot. And another weird one I get is Whitney, which I just don't even, I don't get the connection there. I wouldn't, you know, honestly, I see a little Solange there too. I mean. I've never heard that before. Mm -hmm. Slightly, just because you do your own thing. Like, I don't know if it's the energies, mm -hmm. but it's kind of like you said earlier, you're just kind of doing, you have, you've developed yourself as your own artist. You're not trying mm -hmm. to. And I get that from Solange. She's just trying to make her own statement, you know? Yeah, I liked her. I liked her latest project. It was really, really good. It was solid. Interesting. Now, you mentioned, you asked me about the, the latest Tribe, the last Tribe album. What are your thoughts on it? <laughs> I thought it was good. I thought it was good. Um, I see, I understand the difference when you say, I would like to hear tip, like the Renaissance tip. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Like, I get that. I get that. I thought it was good. I mean, it doesn't beat like Midnight Marauders or anything like right. that, like the classic stuff, but right. I thought it was cool. I thought it was right. cool. The production was a little more, I feel like the production was kind of all over the place. It was kind of mm -hmm. dark, kind of gloomy. Like, mm -hmm. like you said, we mentioned some of their earlier albums. They had like set production, a set sound that you could expect to listen, hear when you listen to their albums. Mm -hmm. But I mean, it was, they had to close out. So it was the best exit I guess they could produce, but yeah. <laughs> not to bash them. But don't, um, don't bash, don't, don't no, no, I would never. I love tribe, all of those artists. You know, it's kind of sad that that era has passed, but there's still yeah. artists who are true to music and have tr um, mastered true musicianship like yourself. So, yeah, you know, we appreciate that. So, I would do want to shout you out here as we wrap up. 
Um, follow the, uh, your fans and listeners and new fans can follow you at Kat Raquel. That's K-A-T-T-R-O-C-K-W-E-L-L on Instagram. And they can also find you on Facebook, right? Yes. So I think, I'm not sure you spelled that Raquel right. K-A-T-T-R-O-C-K-E-L-L. <laughs> Everybody always wants to throw a W in there. I don't know why. I don't know why. Everybody always wants to throw that W in there. <laughs> My apologies. So everyone just forget what I said. You will find her there. And um, they can find you on Facebook at... Yeah. Yeah, I have a Facebook fan page. It's Cat Raquel fan page. You have a website too. I do. CatRaquel.com. Yep. And everything's Cat Ra- Raquel. Everything's uh, everything's Cat Raquel. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. And when when can you said you're working on another project already, right? Yeah, yeah. So um the the collab I did with Styles, we're gonna put that out and shoot the video and get that out by before the end of the summer. And I have some new pro- some new production with Buddha and Grands that we're going to put out. So we're going to put an EP out as well. Nice. Excellent. And yeah. once again, thank you for bearing with us. Oh, I am the industry. Yes, please stay up to date with us. We'll be glad to always, you know, support your music. I liked it. I liked the last EP, of course. Um, Maybach Music Mood. Maybach Mood. M- Maybach Mood Music. Okay. Can you get your I phone got that one? What is going on? <laughs> I got that one. <laughs> oh man, please. Yes, go download that on SoundCloud. It's free download. <laughs> Definitely uh, a cool flip on a lot of uh, you know, gangstified Maybach hits. So definitely. And also you guys can follow us at Louder Than Music Podcast. And also at I Am The Industry Music Co. Um, and also check out our website, IamTheIndustry.com. This is episode 32. I'm Billy the Kid, and I'm talking with Kat Raquel. If you want to go ahead and give us the drop, just let us let people know who we are, who you are. We'll be all set. I am Kat Raquel, singer-songwriter. Please check me out on my social media pages. Everything is Kat Raquel, K-A-T-T-R-O-C-K-E-L-L, no W. <laughs> no w okay remember that no w and i want to thank you guys for just you know for having me in the next interview we're going to do like the the video thing but right now i've got my baseball cap pulled all the way down over my face so we're yeah. not going to do that today <laughs> just let everyone know you're tuned into i am the industry.com my name is kat raquel and you are tuned into i am the industry.com Thank you so much. Yes, yes, yes. I'm going to go ahead and we're going to sign off here.